The fourth step to financial freedom is all about analyzing your current situation to accelerate your plan of getting there. And that is what we'll be talking through today. So let's jump in. Hi, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast. And today, yes, we're going to be going through this very important step, analyzing your situation to be able to accelerate your plan of how to get to that illustrious place of financial freedom where you do not need to worry about money. Now, there are many ways in which we can do that and we're going to be going through a few of those today. Now, the first one is all about getting lucky. Maybe buying a lottery ticket and hoping you might win a few million pounds to solve your money worries. Maybe even enter into a competition for that awesome holiday that you saw. Or maybe even hope for lower taxes from the government to make your life a little bit easier when it comes to your money. What about an inheritance? You know, that'd be pretty good. Get inheritance from some long distance relative coming and then you don't have to worry about all of those money stresses. Now, obviously I'm joking, but this is a surprisingly common way people try to deal with their money stresses and their money worries. So first thing is, let's get real about this, okay? These lotteries, competitions and so on, very unlikely way for you to, uh, to really make a substantial amount of money from that, okay? Might be a bit of fun, sure, but it is not a sensible strategy to try and solve this situation, okay? So first things first is we wanna look for alternative ways where this is uh, more achievable, right? You know, we wanna be focusing on the things that we can influence, the things that we have control, all right? Do we have control over whether we're gonna win the lottery? Well, yes, we can buy more tickets, but the, but the probability of winning, even if you're buying multiple tickets, is so, so low. The probability of us trying to have some kind of influence on lowering taxes, again, very unlikely. So let's focus on some other things that we do have more influence on. And the second one is all about changing your lifestyle. Now this is really important because of all the people that I work with and I go through their finances, the amount of money they spend varies enormously. So if you think about it, to become financially free, you need to be earning enough money to meet how much you want to spend okay without having to work right so that money coming in is passive or it's through areas in which to be honest you would do even if you didn't need to work even if you didn't need to make the money make sense so if you're in a situation where you don't need to spend as much money the amount of money need, that you need to have or coming in is much lower right obviously so, for example, if you were to live in a country where the cost of living was half what it is now for you, well then the amount of money that you need to become financially free has halved, right? So if you think about it, all of these things you're trying to do to build wealth, build passive income, if you literally just made one change in your life where you changed the lifestyle that you have where the cost of living has halved, then immediately the amount of work needed to build that wealth to become financially free is twice as easy. It really is as simple as that. Now I'm not saying everybody needs to go move to another country 
where the cost of living is much lower. But it is an option. It is an option out there that you can think about to help in this journey for you. So I know a lot of people have moved to other countries, countries that are much cheaper and often much more enjoyable and bring much more fulfillment, value, fun for the people that move there. Asia is a very common uh, location because the cost of living is so cheap. Um, some other areas that are really interesting to think about. So for example, Colombo in Sri Lanka, regarded as one of the most beautiful places, super friendly people, exquisite food. You know, it is just regarded as a beautiful, beautiful area. The cost of living there compared to London, which is where I live, 32%. So if I were to move to Sri Lanka tomorrow, I would need to spend 30% of what I'm spending now and still have the same kind of lifestyle. So how much money I would need to become financially free is way, way lower. Somewhere a bit more close to home, Barcelona. Cost of living in Barcelona, 60% of what it is in London. So for me to move to Barcelona, again, an incredible place. I've been there multiple times, awesome place to go hang out. If I did that, if I did that move, again, pretty much half of what I'm spending right now. All right, so think about it. Another way you can start to think about it is changing your lifestyle here, wherever it is that you live. So if you, if, you, if, you have a, if you have a different way in which you live your life and it's not completely centralized around money and you're able to enjoy yourself, bring fulfillment and an amazing kind of lifestyle without having to spend the kind of money you're spending now, again, your ability to become financially free becomes that much easier. Now, that's not me saying you have to kind of go around being really stingy with your money and not spending money um, uh, where you want to. It just means thinking about how you're spending money in a much more effective way to reduce how much you're spending uh, while maintaining or even increasing the kind of impact and value you're getting from your lifestyle, okay? So next one is all around investing in your debt. Now, basically what I'm saying here is reducing your debt, looking to reduce your debt. And the reason I say invest in your debt is because if you think about it, when you seek to pay that debt off and you reduce it, you're investing in yourself, you're investing in your situation. Debt costs money, not all debt, but, but the kind of debt we're talking about here, negative debt, debt that is holding you back from what it is that you want. That debt often has very high interest rates. We are living in a world, certainly here in the UK, and certainly in 2019, where interest rates are very, very low. Most savings accounts are giving you 2 3% maximum, very, very little, often lower than inflation. So, but, but if you think about a lot of debt that people are taking out, credit cards at kind of 20% APR, loans potentially even higher than that, that is a lot of money that you're paying to have that debt, to service that debt. And if that debt is not working for you, that it's not kind of ultimately making you more money than it's costing, then that is a drain on your finances and is ultimately getting in the way of what it is that you want, that financial freedom. So invest in your debt today if you have it and seek to reduce it 
over time to free you up and have the kind of life that you want. Now, if you have debt, there's certainly you kind of want to put a plan together around that, right? And that is certainly for another uh, another video. But if you have it, just just see paying that debt off as investing in your situation, right? So saving or building money and, and then investing that money, right? It, paying off your debt is effectively the same thing. If you've got a credit card and that credit card is costing you 20% interest each year, okay, for the money that you have owed on it, then paying off a thousand pounds, say, on that credit card, excuse me, instead of investing that thousand pounds elsewhere, is like you're getting a 20% return on your money. So think about that. Paying off debt on a credit card, there's a 20% interest, is like getting a 20% return on your investment. Now, for a lot of people, a 20% return on investment, um, no risk, very obvious, very simple, transparent, okay? You can kind of do it as much or as little as you want, which is effectively what you're doing by paying off a credit card is very good. So think about that when you're looking at your debt and getting potentially discouraged by paying off and feeling like you're not really getting anywhere. Or often a lot of people, even though they have debt, they seek to invest and put money elsewhere. Now that's good if you're looking to practice the concepts of investment and to get that process set up. But if you're avoiding looking at the debt and you're putting it off to just invest elsewhere, potentially a lower return than what you're getting, that want you're paying on the credit card, then that is not a good idea. You want to be paying that debt off first. Okay, make sense? It's like having a bucket. Okay, so think about it. Avoiding paying off that debt is like having a bucket with holes in it. And as you build up money and you save it, right, and you seek to potentially invest it or do things with it, it's like getting that water and pouring it in that bucket with holes. Uh, it doesn't matter how much water you pour in, ultimately it's just going to drain out because that debt is, is, is taking money from you ultimately. Okay, and in previous videos I've talked heavily about compounding, a very important concept. When you have debt and you have interest on debt, it is like the opposite of compounding. It's like the negative form of compounding. The compounding curve usually is like that. Okay, with debt, if you have interest on it, it's like this. If you allow it to, it can escalate out of control and that debt will start to build up and build up and build up and accelerate down. And that is when people get into those difficult situations where they come close to or even actually become bankrupt. And bankruptcy is something you definitely don't want to do. It can really get in the way of you having, uh, of having a comfortable life for quite a long time where you're trying to deal with that, right? So it's something you definitely want to avoid. And we want to be focusing on that positive exponential curve rather than one of those downward negative compounding curves that you can get from debt if you allow it to spiral out of control. All right. And remember, just like the compounding curve, it starts small and it needs to go small before it gets big and positive. Um, and you really benefit from that, um, that really steep part of the curve. It's the same with debt. At first, you just think, oh, it's a little bit of debt, it doesn't matter, it's fine, I'll pay it off. You know, it's not really accumulating that much interest. But if you allow it to escalate, it can get bigger and bigger and bigger until it goes negative to very large amounts of money very quickly. And before you know it, it becomes uncontrollable 
and you can't manage the situation anymore. Okay? All right, that's all I am going to cover on that. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is about, is about kind of saving more and then investing the difference, right? Very, very simple, but it is really powerful, okay? So if you think about it, to, to invest, you've got to have that money coming from somewhere, right? Now, you can have inheritance or you can have some large windfall of money. But for, for most people, it's about saving. It's about the money coming in, the money you're earning. And then from that, you're going to spend the money. And that difference is what you save. And you take those savings and you invest them, right? So to increase the amount of money that you're able to save, you want to do either of two things. You want to increase your earnings. We'll talk about that uh, another video. Or you want to decrease your spending. Now, the most powerful way to do this from a spending point of view is you want to kind of analyze it. And for a lot of people that don't want to do this, they want to look at all those numbers and so on, and it all kind of gets a bit kind of complicated, or it feels like it gets a bit complicated, but really, really powerful. And you can do this from a very, very simple place or a very, very complicated place, right? And for some people, you know, they really enjoy it and they want to kind of get all over those numbers and you can kind of go deep with it and that's fine. Or you can be very simple with it and just look at the, the key numbers around this. Doesn't matter, you know, pick an approach. That's the main thing. But you need to pick one and do it, right? Whatever you do, you need to analyze your spending, right? So the first thing you want to kind of do is essentially look at what you're spending, all right? Take however much time you want to do, uh, you want to spend on this. Look at what you're spending and then just think, what enjoyment am I getting from the things I am spending money on? All right. There is a lot of things you're spending money on, right? Loads of different things if you, if you look at it, right? You can do all like, different categories if you want to. But essentially, just look at what it is, all the different things that, that you spent, say, in the last month. Look at those things and then think, how much enjoyment did I get from each of those things? And this is an important point to bear in mind, right? For a lot of people, they just simply think, well, if I spend money, I'm gonna get value, I'm gonna get enjoyment, I'm gonna get utility from what it is I've spent money on. I buy some clothing, I feel good. I wanna buy some nice food, I feel good, right? Now that is true, that's ultimately why we're buying the thing we're buying. But the important point around this is that the amount of value or enjoyment you get, depending on the thing, varies enormously, all right? This is an important point. So the relative value is very different. And if you think about it, a lot of the things that you get huge value from cost very little, or maybe you don't even cost a thing at all. Think about the friendships or the family in your life where they give you a huge amount of value and enjoyment, just knowing them, talking to them, being around them. Very, very little money, if anything, to, to, to facilitate that, and yet you get huge value from it, okay? So please think about it from that perspective. So go through all the things you're spending money on and think, where am I spending a lot of money where I'm not getting very much enjoyment? Or where am I spending very little or a lot of, uh, or, very, uh, or no money and getting uh, a lot of enjoyment and you want to be reducing the amount of stuff in that first category and increasing the amount of stuff in the second category and by doing that what you can do is you can reduce how much you spend and increase the amount of enjoyment and value you get in your life 
right? So think about that. You can reduce the amount of spending and increase the amount of value and enjoyment you can get from your life. So for example, um, a, couple of, a couple of areas where people realize is, um, one example with a client recently, he realized that a lot of his money was being spent on drinks when he was going out. And when he analyzed this, he thought, actually, you know what? When I go out, the value, the enjoyment I get is simply going out, getting out of the house and seeing a new environment, one. Two, seeing friends, meeting new people, right? Again, both those things don't really cost any money. And three, okay, there's some kind of small amount of enjoyment from buying a drink and enjoying that drink, but it's not very much compared to the other two things. And in addition to that, the second, third, tenth drink is a lot less enjoyable than the first. So what the person realized was, they realized that actually, to, for me to get most enjoyment in that experience, right? Actually, I, need to, I don't need to spend any or very little money to do it. I can still go out, I can still meet my friends, but what I'll do is I'll just buy one or two drinks, right? Or I might buy a cheaper drink. I'm not gonna get involved in those huge rounds that a lot of people do, because if I do that, I'll be spending a lot less money on that evening out, I get to meet my friends, I get to go and meet new people, new experience, and I'm paying very little money. And by doing that, I can go out more, I can see people more, I can go out and do more experiences and save money in the process. Very simple example, but a very powerful example. Now I'm gonna leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, please like and subscribe to uh, this content so you can catch more videos from me. If there is any feedback you wanna give me, anything you wanna see in future videos, let me know in the comment section. If there's anything you'd like to see differently in my videos, again, I always appreciate that feedback. Now, if there's someone in your life right now that you think would really benefit from this video or other videos of mine, please share that with them. Please encourage uh, them to watch it because the more people I can um, uh, help and improve their lives with these videos, the better. That is why I'm doing it. And so I wanna do that through you, not just through my own initiatives. So I hope you enjoy this video and I hope you enjoy the future videos that that are, that are coming, got some exciting ones to come. We're gonna be going through all the rest of the uh, steps around the seven steps of financial freedom. So stay tuned for those. That's all for me today. Thanks very much. Take care, bye.